Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Guys, welcome back to a fresh episode of The Wake Up Call. This is episode 154. If you are a brand new listener to The Wake Up Call, welcome. It is great to have you listening in. If you are a regular listener, thanks again for tuning in. And I hope that you will get a lot out of this episode, which is dedicated to the bench press. We're talking about how you can build a bigger and better bench press with a very small but important tweak to your technique. The tweak that I'm about to share with you with your bench press is something that I learned from a gentleman by the name of J.M. Blakely. This is a guy who lifts a fuck ton more weight than me, okay? I always try to steal and pinch and learn different ideas from people who are smarter than me, who are stronger and bigger than me, so then I can actually apply it to my own training and also impart this wisdom to my students and to the broader community like yourself uh, listening. J.M. Blakely is a guy who I found out through another mentor of mine, Dave Tate. He runs a company called Elite FTS. And I was listening to a podcast of his and then I kind of went down the rabbit hole and listened to his information. And this is a guy, if you were to see him, you would think, holy shit, I don't want to mess with this guy. He looks like a very imposing figure, bald head, big beard, but he is very softly spoken and he is incredibly intelligent, very, very smart and uh, incredibly wise. So he's taken a lot of things that he's tried in his own training and lifting career as a powerlifter and now teaches other people the ways that he learned through trial and error and that he learned from others as well. This is a form of paying it forwards. So he learned something and then he tried it, it worked for him or somebody gave him a piece of wisdom, a nugget of information and it just keeps getting passed forwards to a different person, to another person and this virtuous cycle of people getting stronger and better continues. But here is JM's bio taken from the Elite FTS website. Just so you get a bit of a backstory and understanding of who it is that I learned this tip from. This is what it reads. JM is known for being the namesake of the JM Press, breaking numerous world records, holding multiple degrees, including an MA in strength and athletic conditioning and PhDs in exercise physiology and metaphysical sciences and more. JM credits a mastery of the basics as the ultimate driving force behind human achievement. His coaching philosophy is based on the idea that the basics can be used by anyone to achieve greatness. So first and foremost, he's a smart motherfucker. He is not dumb. From an academic standpoint, very, very intelligent. But also he has the real world application to back it up. So he's not one of these uh, academics who's just book smart and has never done anything with it. He lives in a classroom. He's actually lived and tried and tested a lot of theories, a lot of exercises and so forth. Now, this is a gentleman, all right? 
The information I'm going to share with you to improve your bench press is from somebody, is from somebody who has benched over 275 kilos. So yeah, he knows his shit. I don't bench 275 kilos. My best bench press, I did four sets of one at 102.5 kilos. So that's my best ever bench press. So yeah, this is a guy who can bench press over double my PB. Okay, he did that in competition. Um, but the tip that I'm about to share with you to build a bigger, stronger, more stable bench press is about hand placement, wrist positioning. Because if we think about the bench press, yes, it's an upper body push movement. If we look at the joints involved, shoulder, elbow, wrist, which of those is the smallest, weakest, and most vulnerable to losing energy? Wrist. So we need to look at what is going to be the limiting factor and figure out how do we bring that up a level? How do we increase the stability component of that joint so it is not vulnerable, so it can withstand more load, so it can impart more force into the barbell? And this is, once I share this with you, you'll, kind of, you'll start to think about it and hopefully you'll try it and test it out for yourself. But you'll start to think, like I did, how the fuck has it taken me this long to figure it out? And why didn't I think of it sooner? Here it goes. To build a bigger, better, stronger, more stable bench press, this is what you're going to do. Instead of gripping the bar like you normally would, just placing your hands on the bar, you are going to make sure that your wrist is neutral, i.e. not cocked back. Because when most people set up for a bench press, and this is true for myself as well when I was growing up because nobody told me what to do. When you set up for a bench press, most people just grip the bar as it feels comfortable. And what happens is you grip it just below the callus line here, just below the base of the fingertips. And as you do that, and then as you wiggle into position and you unrack that bar, what happens is your wrist cocks back. This is a very unstable and weak position for the joint. I've talked about this before. You want your joints stacked. You want them perfectly aligned, straight and strong. That's the position we want. We don't want a cocked wrist like so. Sorry, how do we fix it? What's the solution, Jesse? Well, my good friend, this is what we're chasing. Two things. First is to remember that a stacked set of joints is a strong set of joints. So when we bench press, we need to look at the alignment of the forearm. Your wrist should stack above your elbow, meaning that we're not super tucked in with the elbows where we're flaring and we don't have things lined up and we're not super wide where we're creating you know, shoulder impingement and bench pressing high. We want the wrist to stay directly above the elbows pretty much at all times throughout that motion. But the way that you fix the wrist position, the way you correct your bench press and the wrist position is by utilizing what is known as the diamond grip. Instead of just gripping the bar as you comfortably would, you place your hands in the center of the barbell. Hands go on the bar and you put your hands together so they create a diamond. 
This will sit the bar lower in your hand, down towards the palm, deeper in your hand. So you apply the deep grip, this diamond position, brings the bar lower in your hand, you grip it, and then you walk your hands out into your preferred bench press width. This solves the problem of having a cocked wrist in the bench press. Instead of the bar being high on the callus line near the base of the fingertips, it slides down lower into the meaty part of your hand where you want it. That takes you from a cocked wrist position to a strong and straight wrist position. Does that make sense? We want the wrist stacked directly above the elbow so it can absorb more force, but also to put every ounce of effort directly up into the bar with no wastage or inefficiency. A cocked wrist is inefficient. It means we are having to utilize energy to prevent your wrist from breaking. I use the word breaking with some air quotes there because you're probably not going to break the wrist, but if it goes into excessive extension, being more and more cocked back, your muscles of the forearm and the fingers are going to have to work to make sure that you don't lose the bar and basically eat it. All right, so we want straight wrists. And the way we achieve it is by using that diamond grip. I will repeat that because it bears repeating. When bench pressing, you do not want the bar high in the hand. You want it deep in your palm, in the meaty part of your hand. The way you achieve this grip is by utilizing a diamond grip. You place your hands on the center of the bar, create a diamond, and then you walk your hands out to your preferred bench press grip width. This will take your wrist from being cocked back to perfectly straight where you can create more stability at the weakest and least stable joint involved and stabilize it more effectively, thus making you stronger, thus allowing you to bench press bigger, heavier weights and do it more safely with less energy leakage. Enjoy bench pressing heavier weights. I've been a personal trainer for 10 plus years and nobody ever, when I was going through my studies, when I was, you know, growing up, going through, you know, my journey of, you know, trial and error, trying to figure shit out on my own, ever told me this. And then when I watched this video from JM and I heard this information and received his message, it was like a light bulb went off in my fucking brain. And I was like, how on earth have I been lifting for over 15 years or thereabouts, and nobody's ever taught me where to or how to actually grip a barbell correctly for a bench press. Phenomenal. And the reason is most people just skim over it. Most people, when it comes to the bench press, just skim over how to put your hands on the bar. You just grip it and you go. You grip it and rip it. That's, that's basically what most people do. And I'm guilty as charged when it comes to that as well. But when we apply this diamond grip, like I said, it puts the bar lower in your palm, meaning you can get a deeper grip and a straighter wrist, meaning more force goes into the bar. Heavier weights can be lifted 
with less stress on the smallest, weakest, most vulnerable joint, which is the wrist. So in kettlebell training, we do this with some of our ballistic movements, in particular, the clean and the snatch. Because the kettlebell is going through motion, it's not static, it's dynamically moving through the air. But when we finish the clean and we receive it in the rack, or when we finish with it overhead in the snatch, we don't want the wrist cocked back, we want it straight, which is why we start with a gooseneck position or a deep grip a la the diamond grip for the bench press. So there are similarities and some crossover between movements and between tools, but the principle remains the same. You want a strong and straight wrist, not a cocked back wrist, okay? I hope that makes sense and I hope you can visualize what I'm talking about there. And you're actually gonna give it a crack because whether you're a guy or a girl and you wanna get strong, we need to make sure that all of the joints are doing what they are designed to do. And we maximize their, their strengths and we minimize their weaknesses. So if we're bench pressing, okay, the movement shouldn't occur at the wrist. The wrist is a static position, all right? We don't want it to bend and extend. We want it to be straight from start to finish. The joints that do move are the elbows and the shoulders. We pull the bar down and we push it away. The elbows bend and extend, and the shoulders go through some motion as well. The wrist shouldn't really go from being straight to flexed, bent forwards, or cocked back, extended, all right? They should be static. They are there to connect you to the weight and make sure that you're not leaking any energy or having motion at a joint where there shouldn't be any. Does that make sense? Let me just rephrase that. In the bench press, your wrist should not move. If it does, your body is leaking energy and you're going to have to compensate. You're gonna to have to spend some energy to then rectify it and make sure that that doesn't become the limiting factor or become the reason you can't get a rep finished or lift heavier weight. Okay, so yes, it's the smallest of the joints involved, and that's why we need the deeper grip. That's why we need to place it lower in the palm to get more meat on it so it stacks directly above your forearm bones, the radius and the ulna. We don't want the little bones of the hand to take all of the stress. We don't want the hand and the wrist cocked back. All right, that places a tremendous amount of stress on the ligaments of the wrist, but also those small little bones and muscles of the hand and the forearms. We don't want these little tiny muscles and joints and bones to take the stress. We want the big muscles, the big ligaments, the big bones to bear the brunt of that weight. Why? Because they can handle more, because they're stronger, they are structurally larger. Make the larger muscles do the larger and the greater amount of work because that's what they're designed for. Big muscles do big shit. Little muscles do little shit. If you want to get a big bench press, don't make your little muscles do the job. Make your big, global, broad muscles do the job. All right, so you want a perfectly neutral wrist, not flexed, bent, and not cocked back, extended. So guys, that's my nugget for you uh, on this episode is when you bench press, 
all right? When you bench press, your wrist should not be cocked back. It shouldn't be extended. It should be completely straight, strong. So whatever load is placed upon it, it can withstand it. And all of that force goes down through the bones into the elbow. The bones of your forearm, the radius and the ulna can take the brunt of the load. They are stronger and we're not placing more stress and unneeded pressure on a weak joint like the wrist. Make the big muscles, make the big joints, make the big bones take the load. So we want strong and straight, not cocked back and weak. So this little tweak to your bench press should see you have a more stable, more supported, and a stronger bench press from start to finish. And it's gonna feel weird, all right? Whenever you change your technique or you adjust something or you modify a position, don't expect it to be perfect. Expect it to feel weird. But persevere, practice, refine, and you'll find that your technique improves, the weights go up smoother, and it goes from point A to point B more efficiently. All right? So you want to transfer as much power and force directly through that barbell and not have it dissipate out at the smallest and weakest joint involved, your wrist. So small small little tweak, hopefully with some big dividends for you so you can bench press bigger, heavier weights more easily with less effort. So that's it, guys. I tip my hat to JM Blakely for that nugget. And I am now paying it forwards to you, the listener. And if this was a bit of a revelation or a light bulb moment for you, I would ask that you do the same thing that I've just done, is pay it forwards. Share this podcast on your social media feeds. Put it on your stories. Put it on your, your Facebook profile. You know, email it to a friend or your gym buddy. And, you know... It's a small little fix. It doesn't take much, but it will have a huge transfer, honestly, because most people, if you were just to walk into a commercial gym, most people have no fucking clue with their setup at all. They just lay down on the fucking bench press, grab the bar, unrack it, and off they go. And the wrist is bent, shoulders are in bad position, leaking energy everywhere, not creating stability, not creating support, and it's costing them. It's costing them unneeded stress on joints and it means they're leaving results on the table when they could just make this little adjustment and benefit from it. So that's my ask. That's the fee. If you can pay it forwards, if you got benefit from it, I would encourage you and ask you to do the same so somebody else you know or somebody who you don't even know can benefit from this little tweak using the diamond grip, a la JM Blakely. So guys, thanks for listening. As always, I appreciate it. Every single person every you know stream you know i want to say view but it's not a view it's a every listen uh it means the world to me it really does me getting this information out there and sharing it to you know you you've taken time and attention out of your day or night to listen to the information i appreciate the hell out of that so thank you for listening and uh that's it for episode 154 build a bigger and bench bigger and better bench press with the diamond grip use it to your advantage and yeah let me know how it goes for you Thanks for listening, guys. As always, I appreciate you. If you loved the wake-up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please, share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.